Shabbos Dafnun Aleph. The Mishnah tells us that you're permitted to insulate your food before Shabbos and put a cover on top, but don't do so once Shabbos comes in. However, says the Mishnah, if you covered your food before Shabbos, and then you uncovered your food before Shabbos, you're permitted to cover it on Shabbos. Another Allah of the Mishnah tells us, if you have a cold drink and you want to protect it from the sun, from the heat, you're allowed to insulate it. Whereas we said, in the reverse, if you have a hot drink, you're not allowed to insulate it from the cold. Once Rebbe heard that Rebbe Yaisi Paskins that you're allowed to insulate a cold drink, so he retracted his own shita, which was that it's usher to insulate a cold drink. And the Chiddush is that even if Rebbe Yaisi was right there in front of Rebbe, Rebbe Yaisi would subordinate himself to Rebbe, because Rebbe was the Nasi. Nevertheless, Rebbe accepted Rebbe Yaisi's halacha. Why? Because Tamid Chamim, they treasure each other, each other they're mechav of each other. And the Gemara Namad Bey says that there's a shita that actually holds that it's usher to insulate a cold drink to protect it from the heat. Rav Nachman wanted to make a statement and he wanted to show everybody that halacha is that you're allowed to insulate a cold drink. And not only that, he said, you're allowed to use water that was boiled up by a guy because anything that you're able to eat before the bishalakum, there is no problem with bishalakum. So he told his servant, Daru, go ahead and do those two things. And Rabbi Ami was very upset at him. He held that Adam Chashev like Rav Nachman should not act like that because other people are going to take it as if you're allowed to be mekel in halachas. It's also to do a tmana with something that's most of heaven. You're not allowed to insulate with a device that increases heat like salt and other things that we mentioned the other day. If you're doing a tmana with something that's not most of heaven, you already did a tmana, you already insulated, you're allowed to add another layer to it. Explains Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, not only that, you're allowed to take off all the layers, and we don't say, oh, you just started over, and from that point on, you can put on a much thicker layer, it's not considered hatmana. The only isser of hatmana is in that original pot. But if you take the pot and you pour it into another pot, you're showing that you don't care, that you're cooling off this food anyways. So there's no sense in saying that perhaps he's going to go ahead and boil it up again. He's already in the process of cooling off the food. If a person takes his food and puts it in a box, and the box cover is mukta, it's also to take the food out. But if the box is slightly ajar, it's slightly open, then you're allowed to take the food out. Obviously, if the top is not mukta, then it would be mutter to take your food out. The Gemara tells us you're allowed to take a metal urn and put it on top of an earthenware vessel, even though the earthenware vessel is much hotter, as long as you don't want to increase the heat, you just want to keep the heat in the urn. And of course, the opposite is also true. You're allowed to take earthenware and put it on the metalware and you're allowed to put metal on top of metal and earthenware on top of earthenware and then finally for this peric it's also to defrost ice cubes in the sun and the heat to defrost snow but it's mother to take the ice cubes and put them into a drink because the defrosting happens on its own and with that hadrin allah and now we're going to start the, the peric this is the Raisa of Shvisas Behema. You have to make sure that your animal keeps Shabbos. That your animal is not over on the Lamitas Melachas, just like you're not allowed to be over. Therefore, your animal is not allowed to carry on Shabbos. What constitutes carrying? Walking with Shusra for Amas, going from Shus to Rishus, but with what? Is a chain that you protect your animal considered carrying? Is a noy, some sort of jewelry that it wears to beautify itself? 
What's considered carrying? Says the Mishnah. If we're dealing with a camel, it could go out with a afsar, a halter, because that's how you control a typical camel. If it's a very wild camel, called a naka, a white female naka, the only way you can control it is with a nose ring. So for that particular camel, a nose ring is not considered carrying. If you have a luvi donkey, an Egyptian donkey, a very special donkey, so it's more difficult to control than usual, you need a bit, a metal bit, and you put it in its mouth. A typical horse, you use a shayer, which is like a, a typical dog leash you put it around the neck. If one of these chains, devices, becomes tome, tumas maize, you need to sprinkle it with the parad duma ashes. And you may do so even though it's on the animal. And you may put the whole animal or its head in the mikvah, and that's enough to be tabled. You don't have to take it off the animal. The Gemara just tells the story. Levi wanted one of these luv donkeys. He heard that they're really good. So he sent money to a very distant place, and they sent, they sent back to him, it's too difficult for us to send the donkey. It's a six-month journey. Therefore, take these barley. They sent him a bag of barley and said, just feed your donkey barley. That's all it needs to be like a love donkey. They said in front of Rebbe that if you have a very wild donkey, the Naka donkey, uh, camel, and instead of giving it a nose ring, you gave it a halter, which is not really going to control it, that's considered carrying on Shabbos. It's also to give that to the animal. Because it doesn't do its purpose. But what about the reverse? What if you overdid the Shmiri? Shmiri Yaseira. Instead of giving a typical camel and halter, you gave it a nose ring. Is that considered carrying? This is a price that says that a love donkey can go out with a halter, where typically you give it the bit in its mouth, you give it even a lesser. This explains it could go both ways. But what about a cat? Where typically you can control it with a a very thin string, you gave it a very thick string. This is since that's considered a shmiri yisera, it's more than necessary, is that considered carrying for the cat? The Lord just tells us a story that Levi's donkey overtook Rabbi Baravuna's donkey, and Rabbi Baravuna, Chalash Daite, he was depressed by it. He was saddened that Levi would overtake him like that, even though he was more chasher than Levi. So Levi wanted to appease him, and Levi asked him a question, which kind of explained what happened. He said, what's the halacha regarding my donkey, who's not a very well-behaved donkey and overtakes people? Can I use, on Shabbos, can I use a prumbio? Can I use this bit in its mouth? Lady said, yes. In fact, your own father, Paskin, like Reb Chanino, that holds that any shmir yaseira, any additional guarding of an animal, giving a nose ring to an animal that doesn't need a nose ring, is not considered carrying have a wonderful day.